0: everybody and welcome to episode 54 of talking jacks today i am joined as always by a little bit grumpy ben gosshorn who had a little bit of a rough weekend
1: how you doing ben yeah um not too bad i'd like to say that the the worst thing that happened to me this weekend was that toronto won um uh but yeah ncfc won as well against one of the best teams in the league um i didn't see so that much one. time i didn't league. see that yeah one coming. Yeah, that I, th- I think it was in stoppage time, too. Um, it was. It was at home for NCFC, so, I mean... It was, but, I mean... <laughs> you they should w- win your games at home. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, uh, you you not only lost the Toronto bet, but you lost our jersey prediction. Yeah, by uh, a lot. Uh, I mean, technically, like, I lost by about $1,000 as well, so... <laughs> But I was a thousand dollars closer than you were, so well, not a yeah. thousand. I was about five hundred dollars closer than you were.
1: Yeah, it, so. it was. It was not a good showing for me, um, as far as the the bettings go this week. And speaking um, of not good showings,
0: uh, the Independence yeah. drew one um, one. Not great. Yeah, um, like, it was. Not a oh bad, man, bad it was. FC team, but <laughs> it's just one. Of, it's one of those games that I'm not sure we really deserve to get anything more out of it. Um, based on our performance, I think going into the game, I, I think we would have gone for it a lot more than we did, but I think we have a lot of good excuses to why we didn't go for it. (laughs) I like, yeah, I, I, th- I this this game fair. which which of Newton's theories is uh, everything that can go wrong will go wrong? I don't remember which um, one that is, but that's basically this game. Uh, yeah, you know, we K- Cordell it, Cato was questionable. Cordell Cato on. was not in the eighteen. Uh, yep. Donnie Smith not in the eighteen.
1: Yep. Um,
0: who else was not in the eighteen? Caleb Calvert uh, uh, we knew he was not going to be in the eighteen. Yann not. not in the eighteen. Um, and then uh, Sam Vines gets hurt in warm-ups.
1: Was it in warm-ups? It okay, in, the, the yes, announcers uh, were like they didn't scratch. Yeah, but...
0: they, um, Ashley Mahoney was the only one who tweeted that he injured himself in warm-ups. Uh, I haven't listened to the post-game press conferences or anything, so I don't know if maybe that was revealed uh, in there or not. Um, but... Yeah, he hurt himself in warm-ups, which meant Jake Ehrman had to slide from right midfield to left back, which it's mm-hmm. been a while since he played at left back. Um, and even when he did play at left back, he, I don't think, has a single start at left back. I think he's just played there late in games when we've either been up big or chasing a game, and we wanted to get yeah. more attacking players on the field. Um, mm-hmm. I, w- I would actually t- like t- to say he did a good job. I thought he... Yeah. I mean, considering that he spent all week preparing for to play right midfield, uh, and then to yeah. you know, I don't know, half an hour or less before the game have to prepare to play left back. That's a pretty big switch. I mean, you're talking about going from one side of the field to the other, and sometimes that can make a really big difference tactically. Uh, although our tactics kind of broke down after, I don't know. Maybe after we scored, and maybe even before that, uh, it was. I mean, it's we were not on the front foot much of this game. Um, no. And and it, Kai Foster was obviously
1: yeah. not healthy. Uh, he looked. It, it's funny I, when I I saw a couple random things. I saw. I did see that Kai Foster left in like the group chat where I'm in with you. Yeah. And I was like, well, great. That what could possibly go wrong with that? He looked like there was something like. Like he may have been sick or something. Like I think you may have said, "Yeah, that's what I was." Like something was thinking. wrong. Yeah. Um, before that, I, I've never seen that happen before. It's a good. The one thing that that, that brought my uh, my memory back to me. It's a good thing that this happened here because if this would have happened at uh, Rainbowwood, if it would have happened at UNCC, who knows how far he would have had to go?
0: Yeah, that's I mean, a good. That's actually a good point because at least the yeah. locker room is right there. But it was like, it it was like he needed to, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know if it was, I don't want to get too graphic, but (laughs) he obviously needed to leave the field. uh, Yeah. And, and for a minute there, we were playing with nine players on the field. And, uh, because Moapi was still receiving treatment from getting smacked in the eye, uh, which was really unfortunate because I mean, obviously the guy wasn't trying to hit him, but yeah. You know, when he didn't even have his arm up to swing, you know, like you see sometimes, it was just, you know, Moapi's not gifted with height. And, uh, no. It just was an no. unfortunate, uh, thing that happened to him. He was yeah. pretty good. I think he, I think some of his teammates got a little frustrated with him for holding on to the ball yeah. a little too long. And I can see, He's... I can see that. Uh, yeah.
1: He was a little indecisive yeah, in the final. I, th- third. I think that's a good I think that's fair. I think uh, he was a little When he wasn't looking to cross or when he was being pressured, I think he like everyone really in the game, um, they did they weren't very uh they didn't think very decisively with the ball. Um I think that's I think the the outcome or the the dismal performance a passing in Louisville trickled over into this game a little bit, yeah. Um, and as did I, the as did the being a little bit
0: careless with the ball in our own box, uh, especially in the first half. There were a couple of times where we, there was a, or maybe it was in the second half. I, I'm trying to. There was a there was a few minutes there where we would not have the sense of urgency to clear the ball out of our own box that we needed to. We would try yeah. too hard to play a tricky pass when hoofing it up the field would probably be a better option considering all the pressure.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't, I think one of the main issues that I saw in the first half that kept bothering me was, I think it was more Watson than really anybody else, but we just kept clearing the ball out of the box and it wasn't anything at all, or we would just shoot the ball long. That may have been now that I think about it, why the, the long passes we had 88 of them. I don't know if that really goes into play for that, but there was a lot of time where we would just kick the ball to the middle of the field and hope somebody would win it. Yeah, And we didn't. And it was bad. I mean, Well, to
0: be fair, I did advocate for that, that style last week, but I was mainly thinking of doing that on the road against teams that are better than us, not necessarily a home game when uh, I feel like we are the more talented team. But I tell yeah. you what... I, to pen fc to their credit they came out with a lot of energy they pressed us uh mm-hmm. and gave our gave us some fits and it it worked out for them um you know fosser ended up finishing the half which but at halftime he, he was forced to come off and uh Whoa. richie paris came on instead of greg jordan was greg jordan in the 18 or was uh he was he was yeah. he must not have been he must not be fit to play because i would hope not i know because jordan we've seen several times jordan is ahead of perez on the depth chart for that position the deeper of the two midfields and i yeah i thought i if jordan is fit i think he should have been in there but obviously um he's not fit because that, that's just been the pecking order all season i don't think I haven't seen anything out of Richie Perez that says he is good enough to play that position at the USL level. Uh, what do you think of
1: his performance to begin with? He wasn't terrible, except for the goal.
0: <laughs> uh, mm. Oh, Ben, dis- I, Ben disagrees. Okay, no, I mean, oh. the, I, I was just, I was I, going I, to, I was just going was to criticize that, the goal because, I mean, he tries to play a pass with the outside of his foot uh, I, I, in traffic gives the ball away and then tries to defend the player who
1: scores the goal
0: ends up falling down. Uh, and the guy scores a goal. It was, it was
1: like Kevon George, how he slide tackles sometimes. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing? But at least like he he stops the play. Oh yeah.
0: 100%. Like if, if if you're going to, if you're going to fall down, you absolutely have to commit that yellow. Commit that professional foul and get, pick up the yellow card. Absolutely. Like, if you if, if you have a giveaway that like that, the, play, it right. been the Best play of the game, right? If you right. if if he knows he's not going to be able to stop him, just foul him. It's
1: do something, contribute.
0: Like, I, I, like I you don't... said, like it was because the the giveaway was bad enough. I mean, that was oh that was yeah. his first well, mistake. Then... Was it was a ill-advised pass to an area of the field where you can't have ill-advised passes. Um, yeah. Add on the fact that it was he was trying to play it with outside his foot. Uh, and then compounded with the defensive error that's direct. I mean, it was, it was a really bad 30 seconds for Richie Perez,
1: but outside
0: of that, I don't think he was terrible. That was what I was going to say. He, he wasn't spectacular, but I don't think anybody could say they were spectacular.
1: I think he had like three touches that were decent. I think he completed, I don't know how he has 67% passing accuracy because Almost every time he passed the ball, it was to no one or behind them or just poor. It, it, well, they it, only had fifteen I'm, total passes, so <laughs> I I desperately hope that Jordan was not healthy because uh, unless Richie Perez just had a really good practice session this week and but he he looked lost too. That was the other thing that frustrated me. Even when he didn't have the ball, he was just kind of occupying space and it. I I just don't think I don't he
0: know. I just don't think he can play that deep in the field. I, I just don't think he can. I think he is an attacking player. He's he's a uh you know, when we had Rapids Rabbi on the show, he said he's a classic number ten. We don't really employ a classic number ten in our in our field. You know, we have Jorge yeah. Herrera as our number ten most of the time, and he's not anything like a classic number ten. He's not a pure playmaker who's just looking to pick out passes. He so, I just don't know. I mean, obviously he's on the team, so yeah. if he if he sees the field, he's going to have to adapt. But obviously, I don't think he has the skill set to play as a box to box or deep lying playmaker uh, at the USL yeah. level, anyways. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't. And
0: that doesn't speak well to his potential at the MLS level either. And like I, yeah. I hate to just keep harping on you know piling on the guy. He seems like a nice guy. Uh but yeah. yeah, it was not not ideal to have to go to him rather than Greg Jordan who has been a, a decent player for us when we've seen him. He's been banged up a lot. Um, he's been
1: very when he's been on the field, he hasn't shown to be a liability. Right. Which may not be a which, glowing endorsement, but well, I mean, it's it's
0: more than you can say for Perez cuz I I think the opposite of Paris when Paris is on the field, he is a liability, unfortunately. Uh, at yeah. least when we've seen him in that position, which is the only position he's played. As far as I know, he may have played yeah, some minutes so. as a number 10, uh, yeah. late in some games. Uh, but we're, we're talking like really late, like five minute, five ten 10 minute stretches yeah. is all we're talking.
1: I feel like he played that role in the Toronto game that he scuffed the, the turf. I think that was the Toronto game. Uh, no, that was Cincinnati. Was it Cincinnati? Yep, because that would have
0: been that was when I got really excited because that would have been our fifth goal. No, I, what, re, I was. At were, that you, game were you I at think. that game? I think. Okay, maybe it was Toronto then. That I fr- I thought it, it was still Cincinnati. but ago, but uh, it may have whatever. Been it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, we, we've already. <laughs> but I do think that was one Super of the rest. moments that that you, you're talking about where he did play at that position. Yeah. And he did look better, except for when he scuffed the shot, which yeah poor guy uh but moving on from that uh we did see a goal um yes
1: a beautiful assist
0: it was our best Um, our best moment of the night our only moment of the night uh we haven't even touched the stats we can do that at the end uh because it was i was surprised but not surprised uh but yeah this was phenomenal one-on-one uh play by alex Mm mm-hmm he took his man he had on. a
1: pretty good game, all things considered, I think. He, he showed why we need him in this game. He, he was still very heated, and he the, the referee, bless his heart. I, 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 this is distracting from the goal, and I think about it. I, but I don't know how that moment where he literally stopped the game and was just like, come over here, Alex. He didn't give him a yellow card. Like I thought the was referee like,
0: was excellent.
1: It wasn't bad i, I thought he bad. he didn't um, get because he
0: I, there were a couple cards that i thought maybe were a little i thought yeah. herrera getting yellow card i thought that was a little harsh uh um, but maybe it's just herrera be, was
1: doing but, a little tiki-tac stuff here and
0: there. i maybe. couldn't see so i mean maybe you couldn't see it either but from the angle <laughs> that they showed you couldn't really see the foul you just saw him run into like i don't, I don't know if yeah. he kicked him or if he shoved him and that would change my answer yeah. whether or not
1: because I'll agree with the that. announcers
0: said he shoved him but I don't know that the announcers are seeing anything different than we're seeing so I don't know how they know I that I don't uh, think so but whatever um, uh yeah. regardless of the referee we can talk about him later cuz I have some thoughts about his what uh steroids he's on um but uh <laughs> yeah so Alex beats his man one on one it was very similar to the assist that he put in in the first Toronto game uh yeah, okay. at home for Calvert's goal. That, uh, okay, I he, thought
1: something very... Was that on the same side of the field too? Same
0: side of the field. Okay. And it was uh, the same type of movement he was... he mm-hmm. had The ball was moving towards the end line and he hit it back across with his left foot.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I mean, thought it, that seemed very familiar, but I wasn't sure... It was a very good assist.
0: Yeah, um, it was.
1: Yeah. Because it was it, it inch was...
0: perfect because... Uh, what's his name? just looked absolutely silly trying to head it away. And it was like yeah. he got so close, but it just went right over him. And, and Zaya just kind of bumped it in yep. like it was the easiest I, goal.
1: He'll score all year. I think that shows you – because we haven't given him very many opportunities. It's not really our game per se. I, I think, think he's just you-
0: – he you, he needs service. He's not going to like, – like you said, he's not going to create a whole lot of things out of nothing like we've seen yeah. – Enzo and Jorge even sometimes do he's huh? he's going to get on the end of crosses he's going to he's more of a poacher than he is anything else
1: which he's like i a tall Herrera in a way sort of I mean
0: no I wouldn't compare him to Herrera at all he doesn't get on he doesn't get on the ball like he's not going to really even hold up play much uh because I mean yeah. even he played how many minutes it's like seven, he played almost 80 minutes, and I think he only had 14 or 15 passes the whole night. And I know we didn't have oh, that's true, too yeah. much possession, uh, but we still were, had like 47 48 percent. Uh, yeah. so, but most of our possession was not in the final third, uh, which is fair, it's just yeah, but regardless, yeah. it was I, a good goal. I think goal. he had
1: a pretty darn good game, though. It's a good goal. I, I did too.
0: I was, uh, you had talked about this off the air. We were both really surprised that he got taken off. I, I, to me, that's 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 a big time second guess for Um, me, Uh, because I I mean I I know. I the only thing I think could explain it is maybe he wanted more pressing, Uh, and so Zayed is just not he's not really going to give you that he'll he'll press from time to time but the one thing yeah. that steedman did really well was he came in and he brought a lot of energy uh he was running yeah. around he, he was he covering a lot bad. of ground um i mean he had he had that one chance to kind of get on the end of a cross and it went just over his head i mean he didn't contribute a whole lot other than that uh he yeah. had one think- one tackle and four passes and completed two of the passes um, and then had two duels lost, two duels won. So he wasn't, you know, I can see, yeah. I, I I just think the only reason he was on the field maybe was to bring some energy and some tempo. Yeah, uh, maybe a
1: little change of uh, of style in a way. I, I think my perspective on his, of that substitution, may be a little bit different. If the game goes our way, if they don't score a course, yeah. And if there's not that opportunity, like you just referred to where it was, he was crossed into the box to him and he was just a little short. If those two things don't happen. I think probably I just don't really realize that it's an issue, but I don't know why we subbed out our, the guy who scored the goal, he, he was good most of the night. I, I mean, he wasn't bad. I think this is one of his better games. Um, goal aside, really. Um, I don't, really get it i don't this is completely an aside i don't know how that jersey was so big on him but i mean they were all big what do you on mean? everybody they
0: were big on everybody
1: i they just but ran i mean like they,
0: they ran like two sizes too big so whatever size yeah, they ordered they they just didn't know
1: it, it, the it, it, ironic <laughs> thing i think was the only one that it didn't look huge on was Bilal. it looked pretty fitting it, for Bilal. did it considering considering i mean they all looked huge muape um, Poor um did you listen to the commentary did yeah the i commentary? did they were like it looks
0: like a dress on it
1: like they <laughs> referred to it a couple times yeah
0: was, to hey I, I gotta say the commentators really entertained me because that was a very boring yeah. match and and their banter was pretty entertaining to uh, I'll admit yeah i know you're I, not a fan
1: of that particular combo but i really enjoyed them i i, I normally don't like that combo but i uh I didn't mind them too much. This game, maybe it's because I was like, in going into the game, like, well, we probably didn't win. Let's not, let's enjoy it. And I think they <sighs> they brought some good things. Um, their oh, what was it? Their remark about they they added some some decent like info I didn't know. Like I now know Swedish fish is uh, um, Jeffrey's favorite candy. I assume you're um, gonna bring some to the next game to give him. Oh, I want to make a like. I want to have an inflatable Swedish fish um i i I want to go because swedish fish is a great candy to begin with um hot take um that was stupid <laughs> um what was the other thing i'm gonna try to find this tweet um i tweeted a lot today because i'm stupid no that's but, okay um, i was
0: i was thoroughly entertained by you watching the game 12 hours after it happened
1: more than i guess probably ah. more than 12 hours what was this thing uh, um crap Oh, this is what it was. Okay. When talking about Jeffries, he is he is the short sleeve, button down King of Charlotte. And the midnight blue really brought out his eyes. Oh, I do I do remember that. That was nice. Yeah. That was I thought that was really good. I I got a kick out of that. Um so yeah. Uh I do gotta watch out because one of the I did follow and he followed me back, one of the commentators from this team, so I gotta if if I do talk smack, Ooh, I which one? Back it up, Devin Kerr?
0: Oh, that's the one you hate. That's the that's the guy who yeah, made I you think... so
1: mad. Um,
0: I forget which game it was. It was a couple games ago, but he made you so mad. Yeah. That's I fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> All right, we gotta um, move on. Uh, yeah, we so do. Gotta... Let's. So we've already talked about their goal, uh, but I guess we can revisit it. It uh, um, it originated. What do from... you think? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to kind of break it down. It originated from yeah. the giveaway by Perez uh and then it was Dennis gets the ball, shrugs off Perez uh and then yeah. fires a shot while also re- getting a screen by Lucky Kosano oh, yeah. at the same time seen on Javon Watson. I- I've seen it but not it was like it was a, he just made it so obvious like <laughs> I've seen players yeah. do it more <laughs> subtly. Uh, but he just like straight up ran like ran right into Watson, yeah, and like if they had given that as a foul, I probably would have been okay with it, but if that had <laughs> from our perspective, yeah right, but like that would have been such a soft foul to give because he didn't like run him over, uh yeah. I mean if Watson had maybe wanted to embellish that a little bit, I wouldn't have been mad because at that point, yeah. there's no way he's getting into the way to block it. You know, just throw, I think throw yourself was down.
1: Surprised?
0: I think that he was more than surprised than anything else. I, yeah, because um, what it, it was twofold. I think he both shielded Watson from me making a block, and I think he shielded uh, Dykstra from seeing it because Dykstra didn't pick yeah. it up until late. Not that even if he does pick it up early, I I doubt he saves it because he hit it so hard. With I mean, that
1: had a lot of pace on it. Um, it was a it was a well hit ball. I mean, I. I I hate to play the, the continual game. Where does the blame lie um, that we've done all season long, it feels like. But um, what do you think about Keevon George on that play? Because he was trailing back, but it, I he's in a tough position because you really, there's not much you can do because you don't want to foul him there. But like, it left a little bit of me for me to be desired because he just kind of let him do his thing. It felt like. I mean, it's it's hard to know. It's easy to say that knowing what's happening after, but um, I I don't know.
0: Kevon, Kevon's not really in a position to make a play. Are you? Yeah. Okay. He's too far. He's too that. far away. I think. Yeah. From my perspective, it looks like when Paris goes in for the tackle, George is twelve yards away, maybe from the ball and he, he sprints to try to catch up, but the, but Dennis beats him to the ball. And at that point there's nothing he could do, but he could clip his heels. But then you're talking about a free kick from 23 yards instead of 33 yards where Perez could have fouled him. And that's a lot more dangerous, but yeah, I I don't think there's really any blame that could go to anybody, but Perez. I, I hate to say that, uh, no, but that's just from my perspective. That's that's how I see it. Um, if if someone has a different perspective, I'd gladly listen to it. But I mean, yeah. when if you give away the ball that blatantly, and then go in and go in for a tackle and completely miss, mm-hmm. I, I don't see how. I mean, you just left the other ten guys out to dry pretty much.
1: Uh, yeah, and but, I I don't think we were terrible defensively, all things considered. I mean, we played. A- uh, we played
0: it was frustrating because i think we played decent enough defense to get a clean sheet yeah
1: there was i don't think our passing was great our defense in general uh, he, i think was that serviceable that's that's a good point um, i we we should have our defenders
0: could have been much better on the ball but defensively yeah. i thought they were phenomenal i mean bilal duckett we've been kind of ragging on him
1: for having bad
0: games oh he had a phenomenal he shut game down kasana he, yeah. There was
1: numerous times. That's the one thing I'll say is like, and it, he
0: saved our butts at the very
1: end of the game on that on that one yeah. scramble. Mm-hmm. He he had his best game of the season and really, like, Watson's been a better center back most of the time. But Duckett, if he doesn't start in the next game, I I, I don't know what to say. Duckett and Watson.
0: Have especially if Watson formed a pretty starts. have Watson formed a pretty starts. good pairing uh, here lately.
1: Not, but yeah. I mean, if, if you take out the if, blowout game, yeah, but I I think he he had an excellent game. He he cleared the ball decisively and he made really good. I think he did really well. I mean, I haven't yeah. seen the stats. He had but four, I, he, he
0: had sh- okay. I'll tell you, he had fourteen clearances yeah. and four interceptions. Uh, the next closest, I think, was Watson, who had seven clearances and two interceptions. So he was okay. he was the you know he was making a lot of the plays um yeah. which good for him to to get back into form because we need him to be yeah. in form to to succeed uh, mm-hmm. because he's our captain and he's going to be on the field most of the time I think uh it, I don't I don't think we can trust Jung Soo to be healthy <laughs> I have thoughts about Jung Soo we'll get there <laughs> uh, yeah I think we because have thoughts surprising Jungsu, uh, yeah, but, but I thought I thought our defense was great. I thought Dykstra had a solid game. He had one that he uh, made me really nervous. He, it was the shot they had in the first half, but there was nobody there to follow it up. He didn't he didn't catch it cleanly. Yeah, uh, was he, it was weird. Like, it, it wasn't a catching situation. He he saved it, but he it, it it he spilled it a little bit. If someone had been there to to follow up Kosana's shot, it would have probably been a goal
1: yeah i think that was almost more like situationally because maybe so it maybe I so think he had new i don't know if he thought he had sand on his gloves or i tell you <laughs> or what, what was i bet he on. did because that uh
0: you know we're in the it's summertime at the plex and yeah. that's when they put the sand on the field uh, but i'll say th- probably thanks to all the rain we've had in the last couple of weeks the sand is, situation was not nearly as bad as it's been in previous years uh it was yeah. mainly uh, contained to like the bo- the 18 yard boxes especially right around the goal there was a lot of sand right around the goals on both yeah. sides uh so it probably was felt a... like a, yeah. a day at the beach for him
1: <laughs> all right yeah it wasn't too too terribly bad um i think that just about covers all the, the yeah main except for our except for our last
0: substitution uh which i think yeah. was just a forced substitution i don't I mean, sure. I don't know what what was behind this. I, I really hope someone. It's a good
1: thing we had the substitution. Well, I job. I
0: really want to know why have they been working on Jungsu playing as a forward in emergency situations, or was this just off the cuff? Was this just who do we have who can who is fit to play? And we have <laughs> uh, left on the bench at that point. We had Miller Kalungi and Jungsu. And so maybe they're yeah. like out of those three which one could play up top and and not be useless. Uh I don't Did know. They, like, I don't know what the, the thought process. The bench, I have no it? idea. That I want to know that so bad. I want to know. Yeah. Like because I mean this is a dream for a center back, right? This guy it, yeah. you you good you you're going to you, what what do he come in? 86 minutes 86 minute. you're gonna tell any center back in the world you've got five minutes you're gonna play up top like they're probably like oh my goodness yes i'm gonna go score the game-winning goal and then you're gonna play me up top every game for the rest of the season <laughs> yeah and and i tell you what we were we were so close there was a there yeah. i don't know if you saw this from the my from the same way that i saw it but there was okay. one point where jorge had the ball uh i don't know if it made the highlight reel or not i haven't watched the highlight reel but yeah. Jorge has the ball like forty yards away, and Jungsu makes a really good diagonal run in front of one center back and cutting in behind the other center back. And Jorge, for some reason, played it to his played it on the ground to his feet, and so the other yeah, center yeah. back was able to cut it out. If he put mm-hmm. if he put the ball in the air over that center back, Jungsu had made yeah. a perfect run,
1: and he could yeah. have banged it home that would have wasn't too bad i mean he wasn't i don't know why he was on the he, wing so much him about, on the wing was terrible no <laughs> it was it was the, not great there was one his hold-up play was so good he he's oh, like
0: yeah. he dominated i don't even know who it was but he he had somebody on his back and he just <laughs> kept the ball it was it's, it's funny how i was having so much player. fun watching it
1: yeah it, it's funny how like normally he's Like there's been a couple games where people are like, "Oh, he's a dirty player. He's playing too physical. He's throwing arms and stuff." But now that he's an attacker, he's got that old man strength. Being
0: physical, yeah, he's got that old man strength.
1: You know. (laughs) But uh, he uh, he impressed me pretty well. I mean, I was very confused when it happened. I mean, I I think I could have picked out two or three players that I would have preferred up top compared to him. Well, when he Um, first came on, I was like,
0: okay. You know we're under pressure. Moapi's
1: hurt. We're just gonna
0: go three three center backs, lock the game down, keep the point. But then yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, Jungsu's not in the defensive half. What's going on? And the f- camera finally panned to a wide enough angle, and I was like, oh my god, Jungsu <laughs> is playing on the wing right now. And then he yep. and then he went kind of more central, like you said.
1: Yeah, but man, that would
0: have been—he would have been an instant legend if he could have scored a goal that to win the game. That would have been something. Um, but because that's just one yeah. question Sticking. I want to ask Coach Jeffries is was that a is that a is that something we've rehearsed in training or was that like how did that how did they come to that decision of we're gonna put Jungsu up top? So if anybody can ask Coach Jeffries and relay that answer back to me, I really want to know.
1: All right. Yeah, thank I'd love you. to know it too. Um, yeah, I think I, I think that just about it, that does, does it. For that, me. Yeah, we got to wrap mean, it
0: up because we're half yeah. an hour into this and we still have a ton of questions. So uh, well, I will Do I will it. say we we're going to get to stats at the end. The only disheartening thing about this game is the fact that we only took two shots. Uh, yeah. Um, they they and we took lost
1: possession to a team that's.
0: I, I don't in the even. League, I don't care possession. about that. I don't care about possession because there's games where we dominate the possession and and don't create any chances
1: you know we i'm a little concerned about it considering we were at home that's my main thing yeah if but we beat away, i mean
0: I we know. beat uh, we beat ottawa 4-1 and got absolutely obliterated in possession it was like 70 to 30 in that game that's fair that's, i same thing same thing I'll in that a Louisville game a couple and, years ago like i just i don't i don't care about possession that much I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to have more of the possession, but if we're creating more chances, like we have in some of these matches where we don't have all of the possession, uh, then I'm fine with it. But yeah. Anyways, they had one, two, three, four, five. They had six shots that were not blocked, and then they had one, two, three, four, mm. five shots that were blocked. So we did a good job, you know, blocking. The only thing that stinks is three of their block shots were, you know, 12, like around twelve yards and in. Uh, but yeah uh two shots is bad um yep we had i mean our (laughs) our touch map was not pretty when you look Mm. at the final third of the field Uh, but yeah that's enough of that uh let's get to questions of which we have a lot uh ben you have to fulfill a bet now before we get to our listener questions And the bet was that Toronto FC2 would not win uh, for the rest of the season. And they defied all logic and beat Nashville SC2-0 last night in Rochester. So you now have to pay up on your bet. Take it away.
1: Yes. Um, This weekend I was bested by the great Jason Bailey. Or JB or or j by as you may know him. I should have known he was... Way too intelligent to make a bet with Soccer related or otherwise Not only is Jason A better podcaster than me But he's a much better soccer fan than me He's demonstrated this With countless awesome gifs And informative spreadsheets Exclamation point (laughs) I want to thank him for giving me this Opportunity to make a bet against The man who turned my once silly Hipster Twitter username Into the awesome nickname most soccer fans know me as today <laughs> Finn. <sighs> bet fulfilled um well done it is, well done it is done yes
0: <laughs> that's fantastic <sighs> okay moving on to listener questions um okay man hold on we got a lot of mentions oh. that were not uh Actual questions? Actual questions, yeah. Okay, here we go. What year? This is, question is from Jason, uh, who is apparently a better soccer fan than you. And uh, <laughs> it is, what year will we get a home playoff game?
1: <laughs> that was an audible gasp. <laughs> not this year. I, I would say I'd make a bet, but I've I, already lost one this year.
0: Hey, um, I would. If so. if you're betting, I would bet that we're not getting a home playoff game this year
1: probably not this one i think that's a safe bet unless some team gets like removed because of disciplinary rules or something um fifa fair play or 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 unnecessary or un legal that didn't make any sense illegal uh money practices cough cough cincinnati
0: (laughs) well the way things Um, are going we would need that to happen to probably six teams uh <laughs> yeah in front of us yeah, probably. so uh. i think it's okay that we're, that's, uh, i think we're okay uh oh. i don't know it's hard to predict because usl is so different from year to year it's not i mean yes last last season we brought back the majority of our roster but that's rare uh for most teams yeah. i think so it's really hard to say i mean i i Obviously, FC Cincinnati is not going to be in the picture. So that opens up a slot in the top four. Um, yep. Who else is in the top four currently that we th- is probably going to finish um, in the top four? Louisville, I mean, Charleston, Louisville, Charleston, and Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. I mean, Louisville could be in MLS in like four years. So I mean, there's, uh, there's that. I don't know about that. Um, that's, that's, yeah. I'm not taking that bet. Um, oh, I wouldn't either. Louisville
0: um, is consistent. I don't know what they're going to do about a coach. It, it probably depends on what they do with their coaching staff, but they have more money than a lot of teams. So I, I would think they're probably still going to be in the picture for top four. Uh, I think Tampa is probably going to make their way back towards that top four conversation. Uh, I think New York Red Bulls has always got an outside chance at uh, top four Charleston yeah. as well. Uh, they're pretty consistently challenging for a top four spot. So, Are we as good as those teams? Pittsburgh. I I keep forgetting about them because we haven't played them yet. Uh, They've got Lily Ball going, uh, and Lily's always in the top four. It's going to be tough. Uh, Maybe the playoff restructures next year, though, because there's rumors uh, that we'll be going to a three-conference system in USL next year with West, Central, and Mm. East. So maybe – Maybe we'll wait and see until the rules come out for next year uh, before we make this prediction. But if I had TBD. to, if I had to bet, I would probably say maybe two years or more. Mm. Uh, just because I I, just, I don't know. It's there's yeah. a lot. I mean, it, a like, lot of like factors. Yeah, I mean, there's so many factors. We don't know what how many teams are going to be in the league. What the what the format's going to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, yeah. I I say we worry about just getting in the playoffs, period. This year and next year, really. I mean, hey, the important thing is we're still technically in the playoffs, not goals average or uh, points average per game, but we're technically in the playoffs still somehow. Um, Yeah, I was very surprised to hear that when I heard it or see it when I saw it, but yeah, yeah. Um, silver lining.
0: So uh, the next question is from Richard, and he said, "Is anything certain?" and (laughs) I guess <laughs> it's probably certain that Jorge Herrera is going to be on the team sheet. That's that's pretty yep. certain. Uh, um, one thing we uh, have not mentioned. Uncertainty? That's, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, Jorge did make his 100th appearance last night, so congratulations oh. to him. Uh, or 100th <laughs> appearance for the independents. He's got far oh, more is that right? USL appearances. Yep. Okay. I figured that was USL entirely, honestly. No, that was uh, that was just for uh, Charlotte Independence. Very cool. Um, okay, next question from Wade Brazell is, why can't we keep a clean sheet?
1: The chemistry is terrible on the back line. And yeah, I, I would say... I think... I don't know. That's a I think our midfield point. has been getting run over. Um I, I don't. I mean, statistically, I was looking at it, and I mean, Kevon has was solid, evidently. Statistically, I I, I don't think he should be benched, but I don't think our midfield pairing is working. I mean, it, obviously, something was wrong with Vosser, um in the first half. Yeah, illness or or injury or or whatnot. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Obviously, but uh, something's not working in the midfield, and I think it's trickling everywhere. Um, I think it's, I, I think that's a main issue. Um, cause we're not, we, we've not been able to possess the ball effectively or decisively or, or any of those things.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would say it's a combination of injuries to the back line. So there, like you said, we haven't established a good chemistry with a back four. I mean, I can't remember the last you know we've talked about this a lot we've played so many different combinations along the back four it's almost a different combination every game and there's no possible way that that's going to uh I can't think of the word that's not going to lead to cohesive defensive performances uh at all and like you said our midfield's been a little bit interchanging as well um I think, yeah, I mean, this game was our best defensive performance since Nashville, uh, and Nashville was our last clean sheet, and then I don't know what our last clean sheet was before that. Uh, Ottawa? Ottawa, maybe? Ottawa,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: So sometimes it's just uh, bad luck. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, yeah. It's... But sometimes it's just not quite. We just I don't know. Our roster is just not quite constructed great. But you, you can't plan for everybody in your team to be injured at least once, you know, in like every other game. So mm-hmm. it's a combination of injuries and maybe lack of defensive ability. Um. And then the next question is also from Wade. And this is a tough question because I don't pay too much attention to the west but it's which team in the western conference would you compare us to um i'm just kind of looking at the table i would say i mean there's no teams that really jump out to me that have a lot of goals scored and a lot of goals conceded besides maybe portland timbers too who has 35 goals scored and 32 goals conceded we have 30 goals scored and
1: 34 conceded (laughs) That's the um, closest I see. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Mm, that's a tough one. I mean,
0: and they're sitting in sixth place with thirty-two points right now.
1: We've, I think, got the same. No, no, mind. We're not. I almost thought we had the same record as uh, Saint Louis. Um, I mean, we're we've actually got the same record as Colorado sp- Switchbacks, oddly enough, or same amount of points, not same record. I, I don't yeah. know how to do. do
0: they math have a ton of whatever. draws.
1: Yeah, they do have a lot or, of draws. No, oh, No, they don't. Never mind. It's the best. Oh, those are losses. Those are losses. Ooh. Never mind. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I, I can't I couldn't really tell you to be honest with you. Um but uh TBD. I, I wish I knew more about the West Coast. Well actually Swell Park Rangers out
0: there. Swill Park Rangers has twenty nine goals scored and thirty four goals allowed. That's almost hmm. spot on, and they are nine, five, and seven.
1: And they we, do have a player that's in the golden boot race. so that's We are
0: 7-7 and 8. So mm. we're similar, but not, you know, maybe if you take a couple of our wins. So, yeah, maybe a cross between Portland and Swope Park, which are 6th and 7th. But I, like you said, they have more points than us. So it's, it's hard to say. Yeah. And we don't watch the Western Conference. So, <laughs> Um. but that's a good question. I Maybe we should watch the Western Conference more. Mm. all right this one is another really good question uh what is the single worst thing going on for the independents right now pretty sure there's many options conversely what is the single best thing fill us with optimism you're my optimism hero so please give us the one oh. thing for oh no don't groan you are the optimistic uh, one.
1: you wear that badge with been pride broken but i'm not the indie optimist anymore because yes I you are um uh, I, I, well, I can't. I technically can't be. By definition, I can't be the Indy optimist because in, the NASL had to fold and Indy had to play soccer this year. Guys. <laughs> um, rant over. Um, Bilal Duckett's back in form. Um, excellent form, I'll say that much. Um, he shut down a player very handily um, that had scored... Uh, had a pretty decent scoring run. I don't remember what it was, like four of the last five games or something like that in uh, Lucky Kosana. Um, I think Zayed w- played the best game of the year. He, we, we were able to give him service, which is good. We got Alex back. Um, he went full 90. Um, we've got a, a pretty good replacement for Cato in Matai Moape. So that's good as well. I think he he played a very, a not too terribly, um, he played a less selfless game this game, I think. It wasn't as decisive as we needed it to be, but didn't play too bad. Um, we're still in the playoffs. So there's that. And that's that. another thing too, I'll definitely bring up is, as congested as that middle of the table is, we could easily, um, I mean, if you look at, the recent form of the teams around us. Um, I mean, NCFC is kind of starting to rise up the table now that I look at it, but yep. teams aren't running away with it. I mean, really
0: I mean, no, not I at all.
1: this afternoon. Uh, but a lot of the teams around us are not doing anything particularly different than we are. Um, at the very least we were not losing two bad teams. We didn't just lose to Toronto FC. Um, so there's that, I mean, Yep. It, 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 a lot of negative things have happened to us, but it could be a lot worse. Um we could considering how the table is running right now, we could easily be in thirteenth if we would have if some other things wouldn't have gone our way. Um not that things really are going on our way. But um if other teams would have had different results, we could we could very easily be a lot lower in the table. Um could be very higher, but this is the optimistic <laughs> segment, so um, we're still got a really high conversion rate. We still got 19. Um, that's dropped a lot though, tops. hasn't it? weren't no, we up like to like
0: 25? We, we no, were not like 25. Okay.
1: 22 maybe. Um, well, Hey, we were 50% still... last night.
0: Boom. <laughs>
1: we helped out <laughs> our conversion rate still... big time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think things will even themselves out in the year. um, we're getting awfully close to NCFC on the table. You are, you are going. Yeah. He
0: asked for one thing. You're giving like twenty. Votes. Oh well,
1: well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, it was the optimistic hour, so <laughs> the optimistic moment. Um, sure. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. I'll give my
0: single best thing. Uh, we can go on a run and and find our way in the playoffs. I think that's the best thing we have going for us. Is we have not played our way completely out. The season's not lost. Uh, I mean, like you were saying, we we you know we could string three or four games in a row and be probably up back up to fifth or sixth. You know, and and our schedule is getting better as far as we're not going to be playing uh, multiple games on the road in a row. So will be, you know, home away, home away, home away, more standard uh and we and we've got some of the I don't know. We I don't I wouldn't say any teams easy, but we don't have to play Louisville, Charleston, Cincinnati anytime soon. We do have to play Pittsburgh soon. Um Yeah,
1: and then Louisville. Um, do we really play Louisville that after. soon?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe Surprisingly, not. I changed I was, my mind. I was surprised by that too.
0: <laughs> Anyways, the single best thing we have going for us is despite our really poor form the last month or so uh, we're still right in the thick of things and the single worst thing going for us is just our injuries it's just it's constant we've been saying all year if we could just get healthy if we could just get healthy if we could just get healthy and we're not getting healthy and I know part of that is poor is 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 all the it's inju- all the players that we have that are on the wrong side of 30 uh but funnily enough i mean jorge herrera hasn't missed i don't think a minute you know yeah. because of injury yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean jungsu came off the bench uh so maybe he's healthy but we, we i mean we it's like one person comes back and two more guys are injured it's been like that like all season mm-hmm. and that's been the most i mean if you could tell by the inflection of my voice that's been the most frustrating thing for me is because i It's really hard for me to evaluate where we're at, you know we have a question from yeah. from drew that we'll get to later about how mm. you know what what needs to change it's I don't know because we haven't had eighteen of our we haven't had our eighteen best players available like all season
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh so that's been that to me that's our worst thing going for us. Maybe that's an ex- Maybe I'm just making excuses for us. May- but, but to me, that's been that's been our biggest hindrance this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you can you can point to the fact. I mean, I think certain teams have not had injuries happen to them. They're towards the top of the table. I mean, but it's it, I don't know. It, there's, it depends on where you you fall on the line of things. But I mean, the, the ebbs and flows of the season happen all the time. I mean, you saw. Charleston last year had some ebbs and flows of the season. Um, I think things will even mean, out. We
0: typically do have ebbs and flows. I mean, we're a, we're, we're a, we're a streaky team. We're a hot and cold team. It's mm-hmm. just so happened that our hot streak hasn't really come, and our cold streak has been a lot longer than it usually has. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know if that filled anybody with optimism or not. Uh, but we're going to move on. So, speaking of not filling people with optimism... This question is from Jason. How do you guys feel about the Chattanooga news, and would you feel differently if Tepper gets MLS and doesn't work a deal with Indy?
1: Um, oh, this is a really
0: yeah. This is wading My... into this is wading into waters that we don't typically go into on the show. Uh, yeah, but I think it's fair to answer the question.
1: I think the biggest thing for me with the Chattanooga. Situation is I don't love the prospect of an outside investor essentially trying to steal an already established market um, because he th- there's no place for him there he, he's not doing it because he wants to grow the game he's not doing it from a uh, a soccer mindset he's essentially moving in and trying to take what's already been established there based on his wallet that, that's his and it's, it's really his only he he's essentially going to be moving there if it happens trying to say this is what i'm going to do this is what and it's you're trying to it, it, it creates a really bad dynamic i feel because it's a, it puts you in a situation where it puts the the scope of soccer in a situation where you're going to be getting owners that aren't doing it for proper motivation. And it's essentially who has the biggest wallet as opposed to who has the biggest motivation and or what their motivation is. I think it's hard to correlate that to, to Charlotte, too, because it's a very different situation. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think I would be equally frustrated if Temper were to, to, to come through and just say, well, I'm just going to do this by myself. And the the bad thing, too, is this is why I'm not the biggest fan of, the, of uh, MLS coming to Charlotte is if Temper announces tomorrow I want an MLS team in 2020, MLS is just going to say, okay, what do we need to do to get this to happen for you? I don't love that. Maybe I don't know about that.
0: So let me, I'll push back a yeah. little bit uh, because okay. I have a, I have a little bit different perspective. I what's Ooh. what we're seeing in Chattanooga, I think, I think people are jumping the gun a little bit with the outrage. I think there was an article put out by Sock Takes, and it there's not a, there's not a lot of detail. There's The fact that there's an outside investor from Utah who is considering placing a USL, we think D three team in Chattanooga, and the article also states that USL D three has had discussions with the owners in the board of uh, Chattanooga FC, the MPSL team that is uh, does really well there, and those talks ended because they there was a difference. In vision is what is what the quote in the article said mm-hmm. but now it seems like maybe there wasn't so much of a difference in some of the board members because yeah their their gm has resigned and i think a couple of the board members as well resigned so it sounds like maybe some of the chattanooga folks wanted to take the team to d3 and some of them didn't I think we need to sit I think we just need to wait and see what is really yeah. going on because I think maybe there is a situation where this guy comes in and and says, "Hey, I'm not trying to take over with a brand new team. I want to bring you guys to D3." And maybe he's not doing that. I'm not going to yeah. say one way or another. I'm just saying maybe we should not be so quick to try to burn the whole system down because we've talked about you know, we don't have promotion and relegation. It's not. It doesn't appear to be coming anytime soon. But the the system that we do have in place is USL is growing. They're buying up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what they're called. The the rights to the territories or whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't really
0: know. It's- I don't really understand all that that's a little
1: uh, bit foreign to me too
0: yeah i don't i don't totally understand that but i mean we're seeing it in greenville as well greenville mm-hmm. fc has started and yeah. has a massive or maybe not massive but a dedicated fan base is that yeah. fan base going to also support greenville pro soccer i don't know it's hard for me yeah. to, like I'm, I'm not on the ground it's in uncharted
1: territories it is so really
0: it's, it's that's a thing but if a, I if really another if another USL if a USL D3 team came to Charlotte next season. I I don't see I don't think people would abandon the Charlotte Independents to go support them. Yeah. What I mean to say is we're not talking about MLS coming into Chattanooga. We're talking about USL D3. That's that's a diff totally different thing. I don't I don't see usl d3 coming into a a team that i mean don't they average like five thousand fans a game or something like that i mean i don't see a any team that's not mls coming in and overtaking that because i would agree those supporters are not going to say oh look at this shiny new usl d3 like it's just not the same there's not gonna there's not people in chattanooga who are sitting around not supporting (laughs) chattanooga fc saying oh well I'll support soccer in Chattanooga when USL D three comes to town. That's not a yeah. thing that people say.
1: People say <laughs> that a I lot care.
0: about MLS, and not just in Charlotte. Yeah, I know that. I know that that's a that's a really hot button topic in Charlotte. But that's everywhere where there's lower division yeah. soccer, and that and there's people who sit in cities with MLS teams who say I will not support MLS because it's a crap league. It, 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 yeah. There's that everywhere. So mm-hmm. I, I think maybe. Let's wait and see what happens with this Chattanooga. If it really is that USL D3 is just going to say screw Chattanooga FC, they have the right to do that. But yeah. if they do that, I think it will fail.
1: I I, I would I, and be I think, very surprised if think USL think they are not that will I don't work. think
0: they're dumb enough to do that. I think USL has yeah. been very smart about Division 3 so far with the with the markets that they've chosen. I do not think they will do, they would take look and, and try to take over a team that has that strong of a fan base. I just yeah. don't think they no. would do it. And if That'd they do, and if they do, it would be a yourself. bad business move, in my opinion. Yeah. Um and, and to answer the second part of the question, I I don't know. Yeah. I That would. I mean, I've been on the fence with the whole MLS thing, anyways. I don't like I didn't like the Marcus Smith bid. Uh, I love the idea of MLS in Charlotte. Sure. But I don't think. Uh, I didn't like their proposal. Um, you know, it was clear to me they didn't. They clearly didn't have the money that they needed. Uh, and they were just trying to gouge the taxpayers for it. And I didn't like that. Uh, yep. This. This Tepper situation, it seems like he... I mean, he's talked about it in two press conferences, but he's only given two press conferences. And now people are starting to write articles about it. I don't know. I don't think it's as easy as... uh, Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper wants to put in an MLS team in Charlotte. And then two years later, Charlotte has an MLS team. I don't think it's that simple. I think... He has two of the three things that MLS wants. He has uh, a lot of money, and he's got a downtown stadium location, sort of. Yeah, That's if they want yeah. to play in Bank of America. The problem is they don't have a soccer-specific stadium, which is a new thing that MLS has wanted. Ooh. And it seems that the precedent they're setting is you can share your stadium if you have a plan to either build a new one or make your stadium – like Atlanta's where it can function as both a football stadium and a soccer stadium completely independently. Like oh. the, the, the the Atlanta stadium situation is when there's a soccer game there, it's a soccer specific stadium. They've got separate locker rooms. They have a separate, uh, like when the, when, in, except for when they open all of the seats, which is they only do a handful of times a year. They have Atlanta United, branding everywhere it's not atlanta falcons branding everywhere so it's it's a different that that would take a lot of renovation to bank of america to do that and of course there's the whole question of are they going to build a new stadium for the panthers in so many years so i don't i don't know i think it would if this were to happen now i just i don't know if, like you said if, if he said came out tomorrow and, and said i want to put an mls team how do we do that i i think he wouldn't need to necessarily work with the independents um yeah it would unfortunately yeah unfort that's that's unfortunate it would probably mean that the independents go away and shut up shop or they move to another market um yep but it's all hypothetical. I don't want to get all depressed about it. Um, but yeah, it certainly does. Important thing is It's very hypothetical. Yeah. It does seem like it's more of a possibility than it was 12 months ago, but I, I don't know. I, I love this team. I've put a lot of money into supporting this team. Uh, a lot of miles on the car <laughs> driving back yeah. and forth here lately to support the team. I, I'll continue to do that until there's not a team. Um, and then we'll cross nope. that bridge when we get there. Uh, so, man, now I'm kind of sad. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Next question is from Wade Bra- Brazel, uh, and it says, can we go a game without a defensive breakdown that leads to a goal? Um, we almost <sighs> did. We almost did.
1: Yeah, our defenders didn't break down. Let's put it – that's a positive. Yeah, well – It wasn't really yeah. on our defenders. Um, so, yeah, I – I think, as a, as we've said numerous times here, the best is ahead of us. Chemistry will come. I hope you're um, right. I
0: yeah. if we can get healthy, I think you're right. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I will say, what, who do we play next? Bethlehem. Yep. At home. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say we're not gonna go. Uh, a game without a defensive breakdown in that one. Or maybe they just maybe it won't be a defensive breakdown, but I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet.
1: They seem to be rolling. They lately. looked really good today. They they beat Atlanta United two Sunday night, uh four one. Yeah. Hey, we know
0: that scoreline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, last
1: two questions are from Richard.
0: First one is how much would you have bid for the Patanooga game day worn jersey? Uh probably like a hundred bucks it does like $1,775. Oh, nice. They did, they did yeah. all have the 75 on the back, which I thought was a classy touch.
1: Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I, uh, that I, I was very, uh, I, I would have, it, it I thought the jerseys were pretty cool. All things considered. Um, I thought, and, mm, man,
0: if they had not, if they just had not been, I mean, the. we've already talked about this. I thought they were ugly. But then, yeah. then being two sizes too big on everybody only made it worse, because they, yeah. they they very much looked like they were wearing their dad's jerseys and they were like little kids out there. And yeah, then, like the fact that they didn't have like matching shorts and socks, I thought looked a little weird. Yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> like, I, <admit>. to, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it was it was, a it was for a good cause. It was for a good cause. Uh, there was over thirty four hundred dollars raised. that's phenomenal that's great work uh so it you know who cares about the optics of it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh but yeah last question because we're we got to get out of here this episode's going really long we haven't had a long episode in a long time so uh Mm -hmm. this is also from richard and it's a picture there's a picture of jason uh drinking rose with his (laughs) pinky up and uh it says what events do you think led to jason drinking rose at the game last night uh, and then he wants us to give our guesses before Jason answers with his true story. So, um, you've seen the picture.
1: What do you think? See, I was going to say jung up top, but I think that was in the night. I think that was yeah, daytime. That's still, daytime.
0: Still. Yep. The sun's
1: um, out. Um, which really speaks volumes now that I think about it. Cause that must've been really early on in the game. First half probably. Um, oof, uh, I'm just surprised we have rosé. I didn't know we had rosé. I didn't know we products. had wine, period. Yeah. Very surprising.
0: I'm just going to um, guess that maybe they didn't have a, a good beer choice. Maybe they were out of a lot of stuff. Uh,
1: maybe uh, maybe they were out of 1775
0: 1775? and uh, yeah. and uh, what's the other one? Gym, a jam Session. Maybe they are out of Jam Session as well.
1: Maybe like Jason had like brunch that day and then just was maybe was so. doing different liquor. Maybe he was doing different liquor that day. I don't know. I don't know. He's doing I'm, liquor I'm not opposed, I don't usually pay attention liquor, to whatever. what
0: kind of beer Jason drinks anyways at the games. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he so always should. drank
1: rosé and we've never
0: noticed. Right? Maybe maybe so. Also, that's a large glass of rosé. Are we sure it's rosé and not just like a
1: pink lemonade beer or
0: something? Yeah. Maybe that's Especially, the question. Maybe it's actually a raspberry wheat uh, beer. A pink
1: lemonade Goza. I'd drink that. I wouldn't, but But, that's okay. Make it happen, Noda. Um, Hashtag free English Invader. (laughs) That's right. Free free English Invader. Uh, Twitter,
0: if you're listening, free English Invader. Free at English Invader. There, got it right. (laughs) Speaking of English Invader, uh, I got the t-shirt mock-up back. Uh, Yes. It is, we might have to tweak it a little bit. So yeah. it's not going to go on sale in the next couple of days. If you were really hoping it would go on sale this week, I'm sorry. If you want to just send us money, you can do that. Uh we can arrange it. <laughs> uh if you just want to send us some cash, that's fine. We'll we'll send you our PayPal. Yeah. Uh yes. just send us a direct message or something. Uh but we'll our we'll pay- we'll work on that and uh hopefully we'll have something for you in the next couple of weeks that won't be Will, or that will be something you will
1: uh, deem worthy of spending your money on. Mm-hmm. The buttons are in. I have not seen them because they are not physically in my possession, but they are—they um, are in. So um, there you, you can go. probably get them at the next home game, possibly, hopefully. Um, Which I will is be there
0: in ten days. I think.
1: Ten days. Yes, is a Wednesday evening affair with the steel of Bethlehem. Yeah. The eighth. Oh, so that
0: means yes. there's no game this weekend.
1: Yeah. Very nice. It's weird. So That
0: means maybe we'll, are some of our guys will rest up. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe they'll have a couple of easy days, you know, re- recovery days, so to speak. Um, all right, well then let's wrap it up. We'll, uh, we'll push back the, uh, talking Jack's extra till probably the following Monday. So next Monday, and we'll, uh, yep. we'll 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 try to get uh, Evan Vallela back on the show t- on yes. uh, at that time. So uh, if you guys need anything throughout the week, don't hesitate to let us know. I mean, we may not be able to to do it, but just <laughs> let us know. Hopefully, you know, with this extra time off, maybe we'll get a t-shirt design done. There you uh, go. So at it, we're well over the hour mark now. So. We're going to get out of here. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And come on you jacks.